before I pray, let me just say, add a couple of things that I believe the Lord wants me to share for a moment. One of the things about people who have had experiences on the other side is that when they have the experience, they are brought up to a particular level so that they can be corrected, so that they can come up to a higher level. And, uh, you know, the Bible says that where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. And so uh, that's not a figurative or prophetic statement. That is a statement of reality. And that is if just two or three come together to discuss the things of God or to break bread together in fellowship or to uh, teach or in this particular outfit to uh, begin to worship and, and praise him. You know, the scripture says that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. You know, that's the law of the kingdom where Jesus can be in more than one place at one time, just like the Holy Ghost can. And so uh, he's always here. Many a times he doesn't say anything, but sometimes he does, but you can't hear. And uh, the Bible says God desires us to worship him in spirit and in truth. Um, and it says that God looks for folk who worship him that way. <clears throat> Which means that if you don't worship him that way, he's not looking at you. And he looks for people to worship him that way because he wants to give them something if they worship him that way. And so this is not for everybody, and I don't know who it's for. You know, I'm more and more I'll keep my eyes closed and the Lord will just whisper in my ear, you know. But, you know, there's... There are some of you in here, and this fits all of us, but some to a greater degree than others. There are some of you in here that you can't even weigh the blessings that you've missed out on. Um, because there's nothing worse than never finding out what never came your way. <laughs> you don't know you missed it because you missed it. You didn't know what was supposed to be given to you because it never showed up. And that's one thing about the character of your Heavenly Father is that he's a master at giving. That's all he wants to do is give, 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 give. He said, I gave you my only begotten son. And he said, if I gave you Jesus, how much more will I not with him freely give you all other things? It's free, but you have to meet the conditions. I mean, you know, you can get something free at the store, but they're going to want you to fill out some paperwork. You got to get a particular receipt. So, so it might be free, but there are some conditions to things that are free. And so a lot of times, there are a lot of things that God wants to give us freely, but we don't meet the conditions to get it. You don't have to pay for it, but you don't meet the conditions. Y'all follow me? And so one of those things is, is that when the presence of God is really in the room, if you don't engage, you'll be ignored. Because it's like you can feel it, but you won't respond. You, you, and, and the Lord says specifically, he said that there are two people in here specifically that over the years, your anger on the inside of you has turned into a stone. You're too hard on the inside and you're angry. There's a scripture that says men disobey the Lord and then are angry at the Lord because of the condition that they are in for disobeying. So the only way that you can break that, it's a... It, you. And most people that have a stone heart, they don't know it because it's unconscious. You just have a stone heart on the inside of you. And, and that stone heart does not allow you to really just melt in the presence of God. 
it allows you to just kind of just you don't you, you just kind of you just kind of sit there or stand there or just you think about other things and 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 it's a crazy thing you all when there's someone who shows up with healing and one gets it and another one does it the bible says even what the bible said in the last days it said one shall be taken and the other shall be left but the same individual showed up to take both of them you understand what i'm saying and so you see Jesus who, out of all of those people that were at the pool of Bethesda, he only walked up to one dude. The deep part is he walked up to the dude who was sick because of his sin. You'd think he would have walked up to somebody who had been confessing the word and living right and believing God and all of those things are wonderful. But more important than anything else is the condition of your heart. There are some sinners that have a better heart than sons of God. And, and I don't know how to break people out of that. There's just some people, you just keep preaching the same thing and they just won't budge. They just won't budge. There's some people that are like an iron rod and you'll dry up and stay dry forever. And then you'll make it to heaven and the Lord will show you what your life was supposed to be. But it didn't become that way. And then you lost rewards on the other side. And yeah, you're still going to live in joy. But look at what you could have had because you wouldn't break. The most important thing to God is for you to break. It's for you to die on the inside, for you to no longer be concerned about your reputation, for you no longer to be concerned with who's looking at you, who's thinking about you, who knows about you. You know what I'm saying? And if you can get to that point, the Bible says God is looking for those who have a broken and a contrite heart, not those that are angry over their own mistakes, over their own decisions, over their own ignorance. God is the one that can help you. And if you, go, if you don't respond to him, who are you going to respond to? Because these people out here ain't thinking about each other. They're not even thinking about themselves. That's why they abuse themselves with drugs and, and immoral sex and alcohol. Because they don't even care about them. So how will they care about you? You understand what I'm saying? And it's a level of darkness on us in this planet that if you're not sold out to dying for Christ, that Godzilla is going to swallow you up whole. And it's a great battle to see who's the strongest. Who's the strongest on the light and who's on the strongest on the dark. Okay? And you're going to have to change your mentality for some things. You're going to have to look at your life and say, you know what? I've been a Christian and I'm not going anywhere. And you're angry about it. And it's all your fault, nobody else's. And that's a hard pill to swallow, you all. And see, it's atmospheres like this, this atmosphere of worship like this, this will be constant in our circles because these are the answers by which yokes will be lifted and burdens will be removed. Okay, I had a hard time this morning because I had a few things that happened, a few things that I was trying to take care of and all of these things were popping up. So when I came here some type of way, but in that worship, I felt that thing lift off of me. You know why? Because I wasn't standing there angry. And it had nothing to do with anybody. My wife didn't do nothing. My kids didn't do nothing. Did, matter of fact, the devil didn't even do nothing. It was me getting caught up in some stuff this morning. I should have no business. I should have prepared better last night. So I was disappointed in myself and just mad at the fact that I didn't do what I was supposed to do last night. We had a very long day that has nothing to do with me preparing for the day. So that was my fault. Then I came here, and even though it was my fault, okay, because I tuned in, I tuned on everybody, closed my eyes. And I lifted my hands and then just begin to thank God for all of his mercy. Thank God for all of his kindness. Thank God for his grace. Thank God. Just thanking God for, I don't need to be worried about what I don't have. It's always somebody's going to have more and it's always going to be a whole lot to have less. 
but I just thank God. And then what he does is he does me a favor. And he lists that thing off of me that you shouldn't have been carrying in the first place. But if you don't gauge that way, you'll come in here with a burden and leave with it. You'll come in here with a yoke and it'll stay on you. You'll come in here with a problem and instead of leaving with an answer, you'll leave with the problem and more angry because no answer came. When the scripture says, when you all come together in my name, he didn't say my presence is there. The only reason why his presence is here is because he is here. You know, you've been someplace and you didn't see the individual, but you sensed their presence, so you turned around. Why? Because you sensed their presence. Well, that's how it is. And you can be totally oblivious to it based on your heart set and your mindset. It's a crazy thing when light comes in a room and you still think it's dark. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And it's, it's very sad because... Um, some things I don't understand. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know. I'm having a private conversation with myself. <clears throat> I'm just dealing with too much. Uh, people are carrying too much darkness. And I have to make some personal decisions to morph myself into something that men don't understand. To become a level of power that not even Satan can comprehend because it's just too much darkness and people don't know how to let it go. And it just seems, I know it's not true, but it just seems like it's hardly any other preacher saying anything. It's like everybody has just disconnected from Jesus and disconnected from the truth and ain't nobody saying nothing. They showing you lights and bells and whistles and they got programs and they got social media accounts, but they ain't delivering nobody from nothing. And I'm trying to figure out, Lord, you told me to go ahead and broadcast, but now all of these people are starting to run at me. How am I supposed to do all of this by myself? Well, you know what I mean by myself. Thank you. So I wish somebody got that anointing for tissue, don't it? So, if you don't do your part, you actually aid Satan in producing the problem. Don't expect, let me tell you something. The crazy thing is, is that for people that won't engage that way, people that won't worship God that way, and they won't lift their hands and they won't focus, you don't always have to lift your hands. I don't always lift our hands. Sometimes I have lifted my hands in my heart. I have forgotten to lift my hands, but my heart is in tune with heaven. I'm visualizing Jesus standing before me and me giving him thanks and praise. And because of that, I done forgot all about lifting my hands. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Okay, so I'm just encouraging you. These are the days. I don't know if anybody, I don't even know what I taught. What day is it, Sunday? Was that Wednesday night that I taught about God, how God specifically called us to be in the planet at this time? If you haven't heard that, you got to go listen to that. I mean, the Lord, I keep, I, keep, I keep falling into these pools and rivers of revelation. And the Lord is, 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 is some stuff coming through me, y'all, that this, this is not normal stuff. This stuff ain't based on study. This stuff is based on a man that's broken and has a clean heart. You can't study this stuff to hear this stuff. 
half the stuff I'm preaching now, it just comes to me at that moment. Y'all think I done studied this stuff for weeks? Wrong. Sometimes I didn't even pray that morning. And I just get up that morning in service. Lord, just give me your grace. You know, I didn't do the right thing when it comes to studying the way I should. And I got to stop saying this prayer every weekend, Lord. And then whoosh, because I have a clean heart. And because, I, and, and watch this. I have a clean heart, but I don't assume all of it is clean. Because the Bible says that the heart is above all things completely deceitful. And how many know we're good at fooling ourselves? These don't, things don't come because the Lord is mad. These things come because the Lord wants more of a relationship with you. He wants you to be able to live like heaven on earth. I think I said that right. Okay, so I'm encouraging you because the things that we are going into in the future, you're going to have to change your mindset. Always remember this. How many of you know you can come to the Lord as you are? You're just not allowed to remain as you are when you come. Always remember that. He tell you, come as you are. And when you show up, you're just not allowed to remain as you are. Because if I allow you to remain as you are, you will never fulfill your destiny. You will never have peace and you will never have joy. And I know that. That's why I told you to come as you are, because I'm the master at cleaning you up, not you. Following your own way got you into the hole, therefore following your own way will not get you out. And we're on this subject this morning about how our finances produce heavenly rewards on the other side. And we're going to show you a wonderful video in a moment. I'll show you a wonderful video in a moment. But, you know... It's this thing where I start a series and then the Lord, as I begin to preach, he begins to then direct me in some of the things that he wants shared. So it will be a thing of prosperity. It will be a thing of wealth. It'll also be a thing of mentality. I heard one of the most interesting statements from another man of God in Nigeria. And I heard it on the way here. So I got here a violin playing. Is somebody's phone going on? Oh. Uh, just go ahead and adjust it, put it on vibrate or something. He said something that I found very, very key. He said, he said the world, and I'm going to teach on this. He said the world has embraced, I'm sorry, the world has rejected the person of Jesus Christ, but they have embraced his principles. That's the reason why so much success and prosperity and wealth and technology and ingenuity and creativity and genius is in the world and not the church. The church has accepted and embraced the person of Jesus while at the same time rejecting his principles because his principles are not prophetic. His principles are not even supernatural. His principles have to do with being diligent and having wisdom and understanding and most people don't like to read in the world it's amazing how they can become multimillionaires without the prophetic <laughs> without a Bible without dreams and visions without the gifts of the Spirit let me say something the prophetic and the gifts of the Spirit do not make you wise it just means you can hear a little bit you understand what I'm saying okay so we're gonna go into some things this month where you are going to let me tell you something the, I'll say this last thing and then I'm done feel like the Lord is done talking. You can always do You can always tell when he's done and now you're talking. It's almost like he, when he's done, it's like he walks away 
and you can feel that you can feel his his person and presence I don't know how to explain that that's not how it is because he's still here never mind <laughs> what the Bible says yeah the Bible says buy the truth and don't sell it and the truth is the most expensive thing you ever buy it costs more than anything because the truth costs you your whole life it costs you your whole mind it costs you your whole energy and it costs you your whole heart and you got to be committed to it for the rest of your life and that's the only way you can accumulate and buy some of the truth and no matter how much you buy it, you'll never get it all because the price is too high to pay because the truth is not a revelation it's a person y'all got me so you better be committed because what that revelation the Lord brought out every the, the Bible says that every person for 6,000 years is watching us from heaven right now and it says that we are in the last leg of the race and God how many of you know when it comes to a relay race for you didn't hear that when it comes to a relay race you always make sure that the last dude is the strongest the last dude is the fastest you understand what I'm saying because if the first guy makes a mistake the second guy can try to catch up second guy makes a mistake Y'all understand, third guy. But now, the first guy, the second guy, and the third guy, they hoping and wishing that the fourth one doesn't mess it up. Why? If he makes a mistake, there's nobody there to rescue him. We picked you last on purpose because we knew that you would be the best and the strongest to carry this on home. So the fact that you are here at the end of the world, the end of this age, God, after six thousand, because you existed in heaven before you came here. And God looked through 6,000 years of human history and said, all of these people here, we're going to save them for last. And if you don't understand your value, shh. But see, they ain't telling us that. They just telling us to come to church, find a little department to serve. And, and it's, it's just, just unreal. So, I don't know. I have to go into another season of strengthening myself, not for the devil. I'm already stronger than him. I got to strengthen myself against the brothers because in the Old Testament, children of Israel had to fight against each other at times. And let me tell you something. Their first level of maturity is to master yourself. The second level is to master others so that they don't make you become like them. You understand what I'm saying? See, the first word, you got you to learn how to master your temptations and master your live walk. The second level is, is that now that you have mastered yourself, Okay, now I run into such and such person with a bad attitude. And now I got to master them by not becoming like them. You understand? And that's where I am now. I have to learn how to master myself and not let everybody that's trying to come at me pull me into something. I have to remain the same. Okay, so you go from development to development. So y'all good this morning? Let me say something. The Lord loves all of you. And there'll never be a way for you to define that. You're like, well, if he loves me, how come I went through such, 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 such? You'll understand that on the other side. All I know is, is that everything is explained on the other side. Some of you have been through crap, multiplied, but the Lord is pulling you out and he rescued you. Oh, man. I hate to say it this way. It is unfortunate how much power God has put in the hands of men. He told Adam, he said, I'm giving you authority over the planet. And so God released, and that was probably one of the most dangerous things God could have done is to pull back 
and, and put this planet and everything in the hands of men that were supposed to be righteous. But then Adam messed that up. So there's a measure of this where God has to create band-aids because it's not God, it's men that are doing this evil. You know, so don't be mad at God. Recognize that he's your answer, he's not your problem. And because of that, you want to learn how to get as close to him as possible because we are, as I, as I put up in a post, we are called to live and stand in vomit and still stay clean. That's what we're called to do. That's the light. So lift your hands. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. I bless and praise you. Thank you, O Lord God, for where you are taking us. You have reserved all of them for last. And whereas they see themselves dirty, you see themselves clean. Thank you, O Lord God, that you are cleaning us up from the inside out, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. For out of the heart flow all of the issues of life. Thank you, O Lord God, for using everyone as signs and wonders in these last days, bringing restoration, O Lord God, at a high rate of speed, giving us grace to change our mentality, giving us grace to change, giving us the ability, O Father God, to become all that you have called us to be. The example is Jesus, and it's a tall order, but yet is an order that can be fulfilled nonetheless. Thank you, O Lord God, for doing these things. We bless and honor you. So lift your hands one more time. Give God thanks and praise. We bless and honor you, O Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy and your loving kindness, which is better than life, O Lord. Thank you, Jesus. things in Jesus mighty name we have prayed uh, amen give somebody a high five or